Hi guys, welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, obviously, Pro Trader Martin. Um, great to speak to you guys again this week. Looking forward to this podcast. Um, the subject's going to be on strategies um, and a bit like the last couple of podcasts, I'm going to try and kind of shift the focus onto you guys um, by explaining some of the kind of processes that I've used um, to devise my strategies in the past and kind of help you work out what areas you could trade, what areas would work for you, uh, what sort of markets you might want to trade um, and kind of how you can come to these decisions and conclusions. Because I think one of the issues people have with uh, Betfair trading and strategies is, you know, where do I start? How, do, how on earth do I start creating a strategy to trade? Um, so I'm going to go through some of that stuff. And like I said, I'm going to use the real life example of me. Um, and I think that that hopefully will really help you guys. So as you're listening to this podcast, really try and think about how does this apply to me? How can you put this on yourself and go, actually, yep, that's something I can do or that's that's really helpful. That's going to help me. Um, so yeah, try and apply that because I think, like I said before, too often we try and place the emphasis on other people. When we're learning to trade, we need the focus to be on us. You know, when I'm training people, when I'm working with people one to one, my focus is entirely on them. They couldn't give a monkeys about how my trading is going, right? They might, they might ask out of niceness and care out of that kind of respect but it makes no difference to them whether I've had a good or bad week trading what matters is you what matters is your trading you know and sometimes I think it's easy for guys like me and Ryan who've been doing this for a living for a long time to just think about ourselves but the key is to think about you guys and improve your trading not ours so strategies now when I started out pet fair trading um i remember the first the first thing i traded was tennis um and very simply i and i was 16 at the time which i shouldn't have really been even allowed to get onto pet fair but um cuz i had a debit card i was somehow able to get around the system which you could back in those days i imagine it's much more difficult to do that now but i remember starting on tennis because it was a sport i followed it was a sport i watched a lot and i used to buy it <laughs> with my dinner money or whatever it was i used to buy the racing post um every day so i'd buy the racing post i'd look at their advice and their thoughts and if i agreed with it i'd kind of follow what they were saying or if not um i'd then research it further um and one of the thing one of the first things i did was get into statistics with trading so and it's probably obvious now why Betfair Trading Community, why we're we're essentially, you know, as well as an education center, we're essentially a software company as well. You know, we we have statistics software for trading um, and they're really just geared towards trading and, and pro trading. And the reason we have those statistics is that, you know, one day I, I approached Ryan and said, look, Ryan, Betfair Trading Community is great, but what you really need is some stats software. And he just agreed wholeheartedly. So, you know, that's how we got involved with that. And then we obviously got Adam on, word, on board to do the work <laughs> because we don't know anything about software itself. Well, we certainly didn't then, although we, obviously we've learned a lot more over the years from Adam. But 
where I started was I wanted to know the statistics. I wanted to see what has the market missed? What have the odds creators missed? Because odds aren't... See, a lot of people think odds are just created out of um, statistics models. And while statistics models are heavily used, actually odds aren't fully um, created by statistics models. Odds often simply follow the market trend of where the money's going. You know, especially on Betfair, where Betfair is purely a case of who's offering which price and for how much, right? That is how Betfair, the Betfair exchange works. It's very different to bookmakers in that way. Um, and sure, people who are seeding the market and putting the money in so that we can bet back and lay things, uh, they will use bookmaker prices as their guide. But remember... Bookmakers will cut odds. Bookmakers will cut odds on something in seconds if someone goes into their store and puts a massive amount of money on an outcome. The odds will come in. Even if it's something... This this is the best example you I could give you of how true this is. Even if I wanted to bet on Elvis coming back to life and performing at Wembley next year, for instance... Let's say they give me an amazing price, I don't know, 100,000 to one. If people just started, if everyone started betting on that, the bookmakers would cut the odds, even though there's absolutely no chance of that. That's just the principle of how they work. If they think money equals more chance of winning, so they will, will change the odds and the odds will be affected by that. So I'm really interested in the statistics because bookmakers' models, I think, are often also based on the reputation of a team rather than actually form and recent stats. Um, and so that's why I got so into statistics. And that's where I started having a lot of my success, um, even in the early days on tennis, because I'd look at the stats and go, hang on, this is value here. This, this, this player shouldn't be an underdog. Or this player, they like this tournament. It's their home tournament. You know, they're going to be more motivated and... Kind of knowing the factors that make a difference in sport, I think, help as well. So I could kind of know that, well, a player's going to be more motivated in this situation. Um, you know, we see it in football all the time. Our statistics software is based on how home teams perform at home when they're playing at home and how away teams perform away from home when they're playing away. And of course, no matter what team it is, they'll only either be playing home or away. I only ever in football, I only ever had any interest in away form for an away team. If the team was playing away from home, I want to know how they play away from home. I've got no, I've got no real interest in their home form because I know that reality, the reality is it's their away form that will be more relevant to the match that's taking place because they're playing away from home. And so as you start to deep, dive deeper and deeper into statistics you do start to notice things and go okay the market's got a few things wrong here or the market's not quite caught up on this one um, and that's why I love statistics because statistics is just such a such an unbiased way of looking at something and going okay this suggests this is going to happen the bookmakers are actually have it at odds against so I'm going to get on that because it's a value play. And once you apply statistics to value, 
And what I mean by that is once you find statistics that you think suggest something's going to happen quite strongly, and then you find that the price of it happening on Betfair is a decent price. Now, of course, that's subjective to you, but what you would consider a decent price, then it's probably worth a trade, right? But, you know, just because I've found something that looks strong, like it's going to happen, doesn't mean I'm going to take any old price. You know, let's say there's a game tonight, Man City PSG. Well, the stats might suggest to me that over 2.5 goals is very likely. Um, However, if over 2.5 goals is 1.40, I'm probably going to leave it, right? Uh, Well, I know I'm going to leave it. I don't know what I'm saying, probably. I would never back over 2.5 goals at 1.4 odds. So it's not just about getting the trend in your direction. It's about finding the trend and then getting that short list of games, looking at the Betfair odds and going, okay, this is value. Now, this is why, this is a huge part of the reason why we added the odds to our software so that you can now filter and just filter out based on odds. So if something is too short, it's not going to pop up on my search. I'm not going to know because I'll have a minimum odds filter on there. And that's good. I don't waste my time researching a game where the odds are way too short. Um, But the brilliant thing is, with this statistics software, obviously, that we've got, we can just create these filters and strategies and systems. And then we can get our selections each day from those, those systems. And it means we can test and trial a lot of different things at once. And it's funny because, like I say, what I really want to do is bring this back to my earlier days. And when we didn't, obviously, I didn't even know what Betfair Trading Community was. It didn't even exist when I first started trading. I would go through all these matches individually and it would take hours, right? And I'm serious. I mean, on a weekend, on the football weekend, often I'd look at the stats on the Friday night because I just knew I've got no chance of getting it all done on a Saturday before the game starts. I'd get home from work. I'd probably work from like 6 till 11 just looking at individual games. And sometimes I wouldn't have necessarily finished. Now, because of the Betfair Trading Community stats software, that process for me has been cut into five minutes. I mean, you cannot put a price on saving that amount of time. You say, well, I guess we do. We have we have the monthly membership thing, but you can't put an actual price on it in terms of, you know, I would as as a trader, I would pay a fair amount of money for that, um, and. That's why I said to Ryan, look, Ryan, we've got to get this. We've got to get on board with this and put this in our... And, you know, I know Ryan's so keen to adapt and develop it all. And, you know, we'd like to get ourselves our own trading kind of software as well for, like, you know, things like people who use, you know, BetAngel and things like that eventually. I know that there's a couple of companies we've tried to uh, we've tried to get on board with or, or made an offer to just buy the company from people. Um, but no one's no one's willing to give us any yet. But the thing is, the obviously the the more you can use this statistics and the software, the better for you as a trader. So I used to spend, like I say, hours and hours each each weekend and even of an evening if there was a Wednesday or or a Tuesday where there was a lot of matches you know it would take up a lot of time um but yeah so so one of the ways I came up with these strategies was to look at statistics and go right what's being suggested here but probably the first thing you need to do before that 
is work out which markets you're interested in trading, right? Because there's a lot of, you know, let, let's say, I'm just going to talk about this from a football perspective because I think it's, it's easier on other sports to work out which markets to trade. Um, you might have a different strategy for a set markets, but you know which market to trade. But, but with football, you've got a few. You've got the match odds. You've got over 1.5 or over 2.5 goals or over 3.5 goals. You've got the draw no bet markets, which I, I use a lot um, when I'm backing just one side because I hate to lose a trade because it's a draw. Because I, I don't feel like I've lost, right? If I back a team and it's a draw, I want my money back because I don't feel like I've made a bad selection because at the end of the day, they haven't lost. Um, so yeah, I trade that market quite a lot. And luckily, I've noticed the liquidity's become quite good in the draw no bit. It used to be rubbish, like it used to be unusable. But now, you know, if it's a half decent league, you know, there does tend to be, it's decent enough. The liquidity's decent enough um, to use. But yeah, so there, there's some of the markets. There's obviously loads more markets as well. Correct score markets, Asian handicap markets, um, you know, there's a lot of markets you can trade, but both teams to score are a really popular market now. So one of the things I'd suggest you do is is just experiment a little bit with the different markets. Find out which ones work for you. Um, find out whether you want to go for a late goal, for example. So you're not so interested in the market. It's just you're going to go for one more goal late on. So it might be three all in the match. She'd be on the over 6.5 goals market. But you're not going to think at the kickoff, I'm going to be trading the over 6.5 goals market, are you? It's going to be later on when you look and, and you're not really bothered you know, how many goals there's been. You're just looking to get on another goal. So have a little play. Have a little experiment with that and see which markets suit you. Because... I think it, that's the best way to kind of figure it out because you don't want to be trying to trying to trade every single market on a game and what you know you, you want to have some idea of right I want to go for over two point that five goals you know or under either way that's the market I want to trade in or I want to trade in the correct score market um so yeah have a good play with that and, and figure it out you don't have to put money on you could just note odds at certain times where you would enter an exit um, just make a note do a spreadsheet and figure out okay that worked for me or so you can kind of experiment and have a play without costing yourself any money um, which I think is really good I think that's the best way to do it and then and then when you when you have your market then you can start to really think about devising some strategies so you know and what I always think with value is when you're looking to create a strategy, you want something where the market's suggesting one thing's going to happen, but you, your research, your statistics and your thinking is telling you the opposite's going to happen. That's what you effectively want. Like I say, it's no good me going, do you know what, I think Man City are going to win tonight, looking at the odds and seeing they're 1.2. Well, I've got to put, what, £100 down to win 20 quid. And that's without trading out if there is a goal. So actually, you know, if I'm looking to trade out of that, I'm looking at much less profit. You know, probably ten pounds, something like that. So it it can be it can be frustrating if you're just looking at, oh, 
I'm just looking for something that I think is a strong trend. You've got to add odds to that equation. Now, you don't even have to do that on the software. You could just get your shortlist of games that strongly suggest this, this outcome is going to happen. Let's say the games that strongly suggest over 2.5 goals. And then you can look at the markets and go, okay, which ones are over, is over 2.5 goals over 1.80 odds, for instance, right? And then you can narrow your short your shortlist further from there. So it's really important to look at the value and look at the odds when you're doing these strategies. And like I say, the idea of a strategy is to find where the market is wrong. You're looking to beat the market. You're looking to have an edge on the markets. The only way to do that is to find odds that are better than they should be. That's the pure, plain and simple of it. It's funny because... People ask me, you know, Martin, what's the secret ingredient? What's the magic source to Betfair trading? That is the magic source. If you, if there is one, that is it, right? Because there isn't really anything that people think there's some mis- mystical, you know, mystical book that's handed down through the generator. It's not like that. The reality is all you've got to do is find matches where the odds are bigger than they should be. And, you know... The more experience you have, the more practice you have with these things, the easier that becomes. You know, look at cricket. We've noticed certain trends in cricket, haven't we? You know, if you're on the forum and you speak on the cricket thread, you've read some of my stuff on cricket, you'll know we've spotted trends. I've written about trends like the lay the draw in test cricket for... Well, when did, when did, when did I join Betfair Training Community? It must be six six years at least now. And the market has never caught up with the fact that lay the draw, the odds are too short. They've never caught up with that. So I'm able to lay the draw and make money, you know, season in, season out. The other thing the market has never caught up with is when teams are going for record run chases in test cricket. Quite often teams will be going for 400, 450 and their odds will be, you know, around 3.0 if they get a decent start. Sometimes they go odds on. They hardly ever do it, you know, to the extent that when they do do it, you just take it on the chin because you go, okay, well, yeah, I've lost one, but I've won the last 10 and I'm laying odds below 3.0. I'm making money on this market in the long run. So it's really important, you know, when you notice these trends, when you study the statistics, when you look at what's going on, to go right, where where are the where are the markets getting it wrong? Where are the bookies getting it wrong a lot of the time? Because they do get it wrong, you know, nearly all, nearly all the time they get it wrong. You know, there's not a day goes by that a bookie doesn't have several favourites lose. There's not a day go by, right? In fact, funny enough, they price that up and and they price it up, you know, effectively badly, but that's how they make their money. Because people bet on the favourites and then when the favourites lose, that's how they make their money. So it's it's amazing, really. But like I say, this all starts with doing the statistics, doing the research. You know, we've got obviously the football software, the tennis software you can do that with. Cricket's kind of, there's just trends. You don't even really need that software because you just follow the games and the trends are there. Um, and there's not that many games per day to trade in cricket as well. So you've got plenty of time to do the research. We're adding the horse racing soon. 
um, which again is just going to be a massive string to our bow. Um, but again, looking at those statistics, finding strategies, um, I know that Adam's kind of endeavoured to create this horse trading software to kind of make it easier to to kind of target specific strategies. It's really interesting. I'm not going to go into it now, um, but it's really it's really going to be a load of fun. Even if you're not too sure about it, when when we do launch it, uh, just make sure you check it out and have a look um, because it's worth at least having a look at. Because I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna revolutionise horse racing trading for our members. Um, and again, you know, we have to be a bit careful on on numbers and things. We can't just release this stuff to everyone because, unfortunately, you know, that would affect market prices. And um, the most important thing for us is to make sure we're still getting value, like I say. Um, so if you are at all interested in the horse racing or anything that I'm talking about today and you're not a member, just head over to betfairtradingcommunity.com, uh, put your email in for the free strategies and, and you'll hear about it because Ryan will get, Ryan will get through to you about the horse racing stuff. I know he'll, he'll do a big, uh, he'll do a big sales campaign when that comes out. But like I say, if you want to start a strategy, find your markets, Right. Find your sport, obviously, once you know your sport. Find the markets within that sport that you want to trade. Then look for trends. Look for situations like, you know, football. Do you want to go for goals or do you want to bet against goals? These are decisions you have to think about. Um, and then start to think about how you could create a strategy. Maybe you look for a strategy where, you know, the stats are suggesting there will be over 2.5 goals in this match. But the market is suggesting there won't be. You found a discrepancy there. You've, you've potentially found a value play. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of the foundation. These are kind of the roots of starting strategies. I don't know. I, I've tried to explain this really clearly and like in, in as basic way as I can. Um, but if you feel like you don't still don't really get it or you don't quite understand where I'm coming from, please just get in touch with me and, and I can help you out. Info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Um, but I feel like hopefully I've managed to get that, that across. You know, Like I say, with the strategies, it starts with finding your sport, number one. Number two, find your market. Which particular market do you wish to trade? And then number three, look for the trends and look for the value prices um, on the market you want to trade. You know, like I say, there's no point going for short prices. You're not going to make any money in the long because you'll need such a ridiculously high strike rate. Um, and they're out there. You know, they are out there, strategies with really high strike rates that make money. But I think especially as a new trader and someone who probably doesn't want to, you know, have to get in on short prices anyway, um, it's good to start with strategies where you're just finding markets that are just, the the price is the wrong way round, basically. And you'd be surprised how often it is like that, where you, where you see stats that tell you there's going to be goals here, and then the market's still giving you a decent price on goals. Well, you know that's the time to get involved. And like I say, experiment, test this stuff, find out this stuff without putting money on. Because when you're learning, when you're testing a strategy and you're not sure if it's profitable, it's nonsense to put money on. It makes literally no sense to put money on something. You don't know whether it's profitable or not. 
So do that. Do that is free. Do that for free. It's great doing that. Um, and learn and then see. And, and when you do, you know, the thing as well is when you create your own strategy on the software, there's some great kind of elation you get when you realize, hey, I've created a profitable strategy here. You know, I've created a few and it's it's so exciting when you do. Um, it's so rewarding. I, I, I think if anyone's been in that boat who's listening, they'll they'll feel that. And I think if you haven't done that yet, if you haven't tested some strategies, go and do it. You know, it's fun. I mean, I really enjoy this stuff. Maybe I'm just a statistics geek. I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I just love the fact that we've got this stat software. I'm I'm selfish, you know, I just love it for the fact that it saves me four or five hours a day on the weekends and many more during the week. So, you know, it's an absolute lifesaver for for serious traders. And I like to think that everyone on Betfair Trading Community is a serious trader. Um, you know, we try and we try and kind of limit our numbers, like I say, and you know, if you're a serious trader you shouldn't have a problem getting in. Um and you know, it's not and don't get me wrong on that, it's not that you have to be like serious as in like, you know, I don't know, like snooty and things like that. It's more, you know, how much do you want it? How much do you want this to be? Not, it doesn't have to be a career for you, but you know, it could be a second income or a holiday fund every year. But how much do you want to make money when you're trading? Because that's what I'm interested in. I'm not really interested in people who aren't that bothered if they make money or not. That. The focus has to be, I want to make money as a trader. And strategies, creating quality strategies is the first, one of the first great steps towards doing that. Anyway, guys, I hope this podcast has helped people. Apply it to yourself. Think about it to yourself and from your perspective. And I really believe your trading will improve. Um, so thanks guys thanks for all the kind words as ever again i say every week but i'm still blown away by how many people download this podcast you know it's such a niche (laughs) niche area betfair trading but you know we're clearly we're clearly hitting the spot and that's a good thing because it means we'll keep doing it um so we'll be back again next week cheers guys